Yeah, you, know? you need it. You mm. can't really just go out natural. Yeah. You can't. I, uh, I didn't want to fanboy out when I met you, but I'm a huge fan. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. I mean, Larry David, you have to get to know his character because everything about his character is is his what, like unique character, his personality, his he opens up mm-hmm. a coffee shop in one episode next door to another <laughs> coffee shop because uh-huh. they treat him bad. So he opens he calls it what a spite store? Yeah. His spite coffee shop. So he opens one next door just to put him out of business. Hmm. So there, and it's like, uh, it, it, it's a pretty long storyline. It's, it's, it's a, over multiple episodes. Right now, yeah. yeah. Was it a Starbucks he opened up, uh, opened up beside of? No, it's, uh, cause the, the coffee shop, the, the other one was Mocha Joe's uh-huh. and he opens up, what's his name? Something Larry, Larry's. I don't know. Cause the guy that owns the Mocha Joe's, his name is Joe and everyone calls him Mocha Joe. Yeah. Um, Latte Larry's. That's what he calls it. (laughs) (laughs) Latte Larry's. And that just sounds like the, uh, the storyline for a a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Well, every one of his, every one of these shows is, um, could be a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. I mean, they're, because they're all a story about nothing. Um, but just mm-hmm. like conversation in everyday life. And um, one of my favorites is the car when he uh, ends up buying that car, the <laughs> new car. There's there was a, there was also I kind of like the little dig where they were like. Uh, if you were a decently attractive man and, and or even if you were an ugly man and you had a good looking wife, you couldn't be trusted. Right, but if you were a decently attractive man and you had a not so attractive wife, you know, oh, I trust this man explicitly. Yeah, <laughs> we're going into business together because <laughs> when they leave that meeting about the car periscope, yeah, it's like, did you see her? That man has integrity. He's got to have integrity. Right. Yeah. I trust him. We're going to invest. <laughs> and then, like, and then, oh my gosh! And then he uses her in the restaurant to. Uh, yeah, to let the 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 racist dementia man's son see him with her, so he he believes that he's really a good guy. But the thing about it is, is if you have dementia, I don't think it's racist. I don't know. Do you hear Larry's explanation for that though? He said it's like an alcohol. He said that racism's in there. The alcohol just brings it out. The dementia just brings it out. It's <laughs> got to be buried deep inside already. And that's kind of a dig on uh, Mel uh, Gibson. Yeah, maybe. But that's just, yeah, I don't think so. 
Because if the person was in their right mind, would they say the things that they said? And as far as him thinking that the the same way with alcohol, though, you get somebody drunk enough, they'll say some things that they're not in their right mind. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's that's a form of dementia. But uh, no, that's that just means that that stuff's in there. What is it? Drunk words or sober thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Drunk words or sober Hmm. thoughts. Yeah. Okay. You have to meet. uh, Um. See, I don't remember a lot of the show. It's been a long time since I watched it, and uh, I didn't get the homework assignment, so uh, I haven't uh, rewatched any of it. What's his name? Uh, JB. It was JB season Smith. eight, episode eight. The car periscope was the the homework he sent me to watch. Yeah, JB Smooth is. Uh, Excuse me. This is this the whole episode? No. Oh. But it's supposed to be like for you. highlights. Me. Yeah, ex- that's exactly right. Ex- nicer about it a little bit nicer. You, you make this big sigh. I'm just trying to get by. Well, as I'm sitting here and you could enter the other way. Could you just please? move your legs? What are you doing? Are you looking at my breast? You're looking at my breast. I'm not you looking at your breast. At my, I'm trying to get to my seat. My, he's looking at my breast. Yeah, yeah, you, you and your special breast. breast. Just excuse me, please. Please, please go by without yeah. stepping on my foot. Right. You wear that dress because you want people to look at your shoes, right? Is that it? They think that he's uh, they and he ends up in the hospital, and they think that he's a they're a couple, and that he's abusing him. <laughs> and they're coming over now. Do you need help? Who's abusing who? They think that uh, uh, Larry is abusing uh, the black guy. The black guy, Leon. JB Smooth. Yeah, Smooth. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> what is that? Joe Rogan eggs. Did he jump? Those are all from different episodes of his podcast. <laughs> yeah, you need it. You mm. can't really just go out natural. Yeah, you can't. I, uh, I didn't want to fanboy out when I met you, but I'm a huge fan, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you like the edibles to go to sleep, right? Half a hit. That's what you need. Like just a little. Yeah, somebody just cut clips of his show together, like he's interviewing himself. <laughs> Just where you're like, okay, like 10 of these accidentally, not even t- accidentally, I did it on purpose, 1,000 <laughs> milligrams of THC, no worries. It makes you more aware, more um, considerate, yes. I've been listening to the, you know, where I said uh, Rob Lowe, because Rob Lowe's a character in Parks and Rec, and that they started mm-hmm. doing, they're on, they just did their third episode, mm-hmm. um, it's called Parks and Recollection. Um, and it's pretty good, but they talk more about, I mean, less about the show and more about shooting the show, more inside baseball kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. cause I was like, well, we wouldn't want to do a parks and rec episode or podcast if they're, uh, you know, they're doing just started one. You're like, surely they would do a better one. But I don't know, maybe not. Um I mean theirs is all right. Yeah, who knows? Oh, I guess while you get your medicine, I'll just stroll through the candy aisles, but won't get any. You can buy two candies. Two? This counts as mm-hmm. one. <laughs> <laughs> your secret is safe with me. To even it out, 
I'm going to tell you all of my secrets. Oh, no, that's <laughs> not necessary. I once forgot to brush my teeth for five weeks. I didn't actually sell my last car. I just forgot where I parked it. I don't know who Al Gore is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. When they say 2% milk, I don't know what the other 98% is. When I was a baby, my head was so big, scientists did experiments on me. I once threw a beer at a swan, and then it attacked my niece, Rebecca. That'll do, Andrew. Are you the kind of doctor who gets hooked on his own drugs? I bet you are. So, Andy, tell me what happened. <laughs> I was reading an encyclopedia, and I tripped or fell over and hit my head. Or brain helmet, you call it. Yeah, he sneezed and smacked his head against the wall. <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, if it's a concussion, it's extremely mild, so I wouldn't worry about it. Anything else bothering you? Nope. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I've got a weird uh, rash in my knee pit area. And my tongue on this side doesn't taste anything anymore. Sometimes when I walk, my ankles make like a weird rattlesnake sound. What else? Things that are far away from my eyes are fuzzy. I once ate a Twix with the wrapper on it, and I've never seen the wrapper come out. Also, I've swallowed every piece of gum that I've chewed for the past 25 years. I don't know. I broke my thumb on the way over here. It just... Fix me. Well, I can help you with the thumb. And I'll have to give you referrals for specialists for the other thousand things. Wow, thanks for nothing, Dr. Harris. You're welcome. I like Candy's character. That's funny. But yeah, that's a good show. I like I like Parks and Rec. <clears throat> the first season's a little slow. Kind of like The Office. First season's good, but a little slow. And then they go, okay, we're going to re... Uh, redesign all the characters and then they figure it out well ron reminds me did you see free guy no not yet it's actually pretty funny yeah i've seen like a thousand clips from it so i've about seen the whole movie in segments yeah when that's because i was noticing that you got a uh the the one of the things over here is oh yeah free guy the final guy versus the battle final battle guy versus dude free guy yeah dude is a real buff uh guy with yeah. a very limited vocabulary <laughs> catchphrase when he, he gets a yeah he's a catchphrase because <laughs> they hadn't programmed him yet <laughs> yeah exactly with four catchphrases or yeah. have a catchphrase yeah the, um, that's what he I don't know what hmm. what do you think we could do for a uh, like I said I don't know because we always end up going back to uh, COVID and to Biden and you know like, like well we that's talk- what's in the news right now and I just recently watched a rather interesting little uh, little video and there the the people in the video are claiming that there is a U.S. patent for the COVID nineteen or COVID-2 SARS-2 virus. Yeah, SARS-2. And the thing about it is, if it's it's a, it's a U.S. patent. And in America, you can't actually patent something that's supposed to occur in nature. So if this is natural, it can't be patented. Is, is, has it, but it is but Has it, is it been patented. granted, or so is it somebody just applied for the patent? Let's see. I wrote down the patent numbers. There's three of them having to deal with it. So I can say if, uh, if there actually is, if I, w- I wouldn't see the patent office actually granting it. Well, there's patent US 72793272. 
And then there's 7220852 and 7776521. Because I actually looked at the patent and it, I didn't read the whole thing, which I probably should have before I brought this up to you. But uh, it actually talks about. Yeah, it said multiple instances of application could be found. Get what were the numbers you gave? US one zero one three zero seven zero one B two. That's not it. Okay, EP three one seven two three one nine A one. That's that's not it either. Okay. US patent seven two seven nine three two seven B two three two seven. I don't have anything about a B two on the end of it. Okay. And the way the people that were making the video that I watched sounded like it was already a done patent. It wasn't just an application. All right. Here's one that says some research not because, referred because to Because their point, their point was that if it's a naturally occurring piece of DNA or whatever, then it can't be patented. Right. The only way it could be patented is if they had created it. What's the other number you, you said? Uh, there's, there's three of them. Uh, 7220852. Okay. And 7776521. Yep. That's okay. the other one. Said those two were the Center for Disease Control. The CDC is actually the one that said stepped in and filed the rodent patent on the isolated SARS virus, its genes, its prote- proteins, and the methods to detect it and the infection it was causing that's what those last two it says are but it says the patent is for is for the method for reproducing not for the virus itself i guess but for the methods doesn't matter nobody believes either side anyway Mm, all you gotta do is jump on twitter for five minutes and you realize that there's no hope The people that are on the left are staying on the left. The people that are on the right are staying on the right. And the other 98% of the country is in the middle, and they could care less either way. They're like, just let me go to work and do my job. I got to go home. I want to watch America's Got Talent tonight, and I want to watch, you know. The new what if. Right. They don't care about... uh, are people wearing their masks, people not wearing their masks? Leaving Bell County today, driving through, saw the everybody getting out of school and all the kids walking up the street. And it's like you, dozens and dozens of kids by themselves, a lot of them just scattered out. Every one of them had masks on, just walking down the street. And I'm like, it's 90 degrees outside. And you're by yourself. And you're outside. Yeah. And you're by yourself. Or you're with maybe one or two other people. I didn't wear one in the doctor's office today. The doctor wasn't wearing one. Most of the nurses weren't wearing any. The new oh, speaking of going to the doctor's office, because of the the atrocious treatment that I received from my doctor that I had for the past oh, five or six years or so. You're part of a class action uh, suit. <laughs> no, she. I need. I need to sue the crap out of them. Anyway, I we decided to find a different position to take care of us. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And uh, we, yeah, it is. And uh, went down there, walked in down there, had my appointment was at 8 o'clock in the morning, walked in down there, and it's like he said, nobody had on masks except for one lady that came in, and she had on a mask. But the people that worked there, no masks. The physician assistant didn't have a mask. The doctor didn't have a mask. Uh, the lady that took my blood, I think she had a mask on. And then one of the patients that came in, she had a mask on. 
but that's the only two people I've seen there that had masks. Everybody else is just like, screw it. One of the things that I've also I found a video of a, a guy, he's an epidemiologist, or at least he claims to be in the video. Uh, he's up in front of a crowd of people, and he says that one of the worst things that you can do when you have a outbreak of a, a unique disease is to start vaccinating in the middle of it because then all you're doing is forcing this organism to mutate even faster than what it would have naturally. Have you seen what they're doing to the people down in Australia? Oh yeah. It's getting bad. Have you, have you heard about it? Yeah. I've watched a lot of the videos. It's not bad. That's like Hitler bad. Yeah. That's like Stalin bad. Well, their concentration camp or quarantine camps, quarantine camps, I mean, they've got some of them finished, but they, they've got some of them that are still scheduled, aren't going to be scheduled to be finished building until 2024. So they obviously don't see this as a short-term goal. Yeah, I just don't understand what, I don't know what they plan to gain from that. Control. They don't plan to gain anything. Yeah, control. That's their whole, that's the whole scheme. So we do have that framework where schools, if they see that there are an increased number of children who are ill because of respiratory illness, again, or teachers or staff, uh, they can work with Alberta Health Services. And in some ways, that is uh, adding an additional layer of protection because if individuals choose to not get tested for COVID but are home with an illness, um, they're now counted in the list as uh, being part of that outbreak. So, yeah, so if you're if you're homesick from school, it's in Alberta, Canada. So if you're homesick from school and you refuse to get COVID tested, they're just going to count it as uh, COVID sickness. They're just going to assume that. So they're doing that just to drive the numbers up. Um, yeah. Or they're kind of like, well, because nobody, it has to be COVID if you're homesick because nobody gets cold or the flu anymore. So. Right. The, the cases for mm-hmm. are like yeah. zero for the whole year. And nobody's done. The only person that had COVID and didn't die of COVID is George Floyd. <laughs> Did you see that video? Have you watched that video? This where one? they're in there just, yeah. Yeah. That's what was. That's oh, ridiculous. Yeah, they're trying to get them to leave because he's white. Yeah. Well, it all starts because yeah. he's got a Police Lives Matter sticker on his laptop. And they're not wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. and but it uh, offends them that uh, mm-hmm. that's a racist slogan. Um, you know, because if you have a American flag, that's racist. If you say anything about the police, that's racist. If well, if, if you, you say anything, anything positive about the police, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's true, but supposedly. Uh, Elon Musk is sending Jeff Bezos like a big L or something now that he's passed him again in net worth. (laughs) I don't know if that was true or not, but I saw something that said he was supposed to be doing that. Joe Rogan predicts Trump will run in 2024, and he's probably going to (laughs) win. Against Biden, Harris, she'd lose too. See him throwing that lieutenant governor out of the courthouse? No. Because he didn't have a mask on. 
That's ridiculous. He's the lieutenant governor of, of Nevada. But he is a Republican, so. And that's probably why they did it. This is what kills me is we're on COVID level two at the jail, and we have been ever since this thing started. Whenever you're in an area where you can be recorded, they want you to wear your face covering, you know, your mask or your shield or whatever it is you have on, and you've got to wear it correctly. And my question has always been is if I'm out in the hall walking by myself, how is me wearing my mask the right way protecting anybody? There's no one around me. No. And if I'm shedding COVID, as soon as we go, as soon as everyone goes into a control room where there are no cameras, the first thing that happens is everybody takes off their masks. From me, little bitty, little old, you know, me, all the way up to the major, because he comes around every now and again and he'll he'll stop into the uh, into the control rooms and you know, he still likes to act like he's one of the guys, you know. Right. Hey, how's it going, guys? He comes in. First thing he does is take off his, his mask. So if you're actually serious about this, then we would be wearing masks and, and shields all the time. But they're not. Because as soon as they come into an area where they're not being videoed, they take the stuff off. My wife and I were just discussing via text with what our household guest policy will be. We agreed that to enter our house, you must have two negative COVID tests in the last 24 hours, one PCR and one rapid antigen. Um, I bet you don't have any friends. <laughs> no one's I coming to your house. Yeah. And they probably don't have any, fr- uh, they don't have any kids or friends with kids or no, They're probably both of them are only children. The mandatory retirement, retirement age in Congress. Congress. I'm all for that. How about 75? How about make it 65 like it is for everybody else? Yeah. Something tells me that we are seeing the final days of the Biden administration. It can't happen fast enough because with what he's doing, he's going to break our country. Full vax man <laughs> dies of the virus, but doctors said it could have been worse. How? <laughs> How could it have been worse? That's absolutely correct. How could it have been worse? He's fully vaccinated. He dies. Oh, it could have been worse. No. No, he's dead. That's <laughs> as bad as it gets. Uh, new breaking. U.S. drone strike kills senior al-Qaeda leader in Syria, U.S. defense officials say. When was that? Two hours ago. What is this we're looking at? Twitter. Oh, the old twits. Breaking. Governor Ron DeSantis said Australia is not a free country and the U.S. should rethink alliance. Definitely. Uh, introduces bill requiring COVID vax or negative tests for domestic flights. Jeez, that's so stupid. Uh, most of the flight companies are requiring it already, so it really doesn't change anything. Yeah, they're just making it harder for... You know, there's there's only one thing that they that, that has to happen for this vaccine to turn into the mark of the beast. And that is actually putting something on your skin that shows, you know, because I mean, you, you can't move about freely. You can't, in some places you can't engage in commerce, which means you can't buy or in the Bible, it says you can't buy and sell and trade things. You can't go into restaurants. You can't go into gyms unless you've got your paperwork. But it's, it's still coming down to, where you're at um, for now 
Right. But no, I right. think I think it always will. I think do you, of that, do you, no. Do you really you think that my governor here in Virginia is going to be any different? Oh no, than no, Jack no. Legs up in New York, Virginia will be a part of the uh, the rebellion, or a part of the uh, the uh, Kentucky will be a part of the rebellion. Florida, Texas will be a part of the rebellion. No, Virginia won't be. Virginia no, Virginia will be a part of. They'll be a part of the uh, the alliance, or not the alliance, but the. Uh, well, I guess it would fall into the alliance. You're going to be a part of the. Like uh, I'm not. If you're living there, you will. And and my no. my thing is still always you get the government the government you vote for. So everybody yes. in California and here's, here's is the still whole thing. complaining. Did we actually did we actually vote for the government we have now? So, but my my question was okay if <clears throat> if you're the government or if you're the uh, the powers that be um, that have nefarious you know, um, intentions follow the progress of the, you know, okay. The COVID comes out, there's 15 days to flatten the curve. We blow that uh-huh. out of the water. All right. Then we get uh-huh. to, all right, everybody needs to lock down social distance, mask up, wear a mask. Okay. And then start seeing a little a little ray of hope out there okay we're gonna uh, um start slowly opening things back up but everybody has to mask up everybody need 100 percent mask and then the vaccine rolls out it's like okay then we're gonna roll the vaccine out if you get vaccinated then they swap over you don't have to mask up anymore the unvaccinated now still need to wear the mask but the vaccinated don't then they realize, okay, the vaccine doesn't do what they promised. Um, so everybody has to be back to wearing a mask, which is still just creating division. First, it was the division between the essential workers and the non-essentials, um, the haves and the have-nots. Um, and then and then it's to, okay, now the mask wearers and the, the non-mask wearers. The people who are like, nope, I'm not wearing a mask. You, yeah. Nothing you can do to make me wear a mask. I just won't shop here. I won't go there. And then the people who um, wear their mask in their car by themselves on a four-hour car trip. Um, but then, then it's to the vaccinated. Okay, now you got the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. So they're, they're, the, the, the gap between those two groups keeps getting larger or a, a more solid division line. They're trying to shame the unvaccinated in, you know, it's what, what, what's the mm-hmm. saying? You, um, the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, so makes no sense at all. Right. But the, they're using that to create a bigger division between the vaccinated mm-hmm. and the unvaccinated. If they're saying, no, everybody can get it, everybody can carry it, and now they're saying that there's almost no distinction whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated as to whether you're going to get it and carry it and spread it. It's almost a 50-50 mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, but so then they're saying, okay, but no, if you get vaccinated, then you're. it's not to protect you from getting it. It's to protect you from going in the hospital. And you're like, okay. Well, then if somebody chooses not to get vaccinated, then then that's on them. And they're like, well, then they don't want to spread it to somebody who can get it. And they're like, well, whether they're vaccinated or not, it's not going to prevent them from getting it and spreading it. Right. It's going to prevent them from going in the hospital. 
So then they're like, okay, well, we can't use that anymore. So now they have to start pushing it. Well, if you're not vaccinated, they need to start more of a division that you need to, we need to not let you go into the hospital. We need to refuse service, medical treatments to people who are unvaccinated. Um, because, Which the crappy part for, about this not scenario just for COVID. is if they were well, they, actually giving yeah. treatments to people, then there wouldn't be that many people in the hospital to begin with because I've already found scientific papers that say that uh, hydroxychloroquine would work against a SARS-CoV-2 type infection. And we know that ivermectin is also a huge game changer when right. it comes to uh, fighting COVID. Right, but we know that none of that matters to the to the ultimate, the big cause. Because the ultimate cause is just has to be just division. Because everything is just creating a bigger dividing line. Mm-hmm. So a ma- the vaccine mandate is going to be, it's kind of that next step. Fly on planes to do whatever. They're, they're the $3.5 trillion bill that you know they're trying to push through now. If you have more than 100 employees. Has a vaccine mandate in it. Um, and it's, Separate from the one they've already kind of passed. Yeah. And it's more of a cross the board no. kind of rule um how do they even enforce that they won't i mean the mask one was hard enough for them to even try and enforce right. but well see but but look at how they were enforcing it to the people who are willing to go along with anything they say well just wear a mask that way you can get back in you know we're locked down right now we're going to open up s- slightly but you'll be able, if you wear a mask, we're, we're going to let you eat outdoors. You can get takeout. You can do some of these other things. And they're like, all right, it's worth it to wear a mask. And then they were like, okay, if you if you just get the vaccine, you don't have to wear the mask anymore. So that's kind of like the little carrot to them. And they're like, all right, well, that's much easier because I'm getting tired of wearing a mask. Yeah. So I'll just get the vaccine. I don't care. And then they're going to push it to, okay, you've already got the vaccine. Now, go ahead and use the app on the phone to show that you're vaccinated. And that way, it just makes it so much easier for everybody going in and out. And That way, yeah. you don't have to pull out your little card. You don't have to show anything. We don't have to. You can just scan a QR code as you walk in the door. And the whole time, the inconvenience of all of it is blamed on the people who don't want to get the vaccine. Right. So, it's, so w- the next step has to be a, a big division between... I mean, just pure segregation, not a lot, because right now they're saying, okay, if we're not going to be able to force the unvaccinated to get vaccinated, they're putting the vaccinated at risk, even though they're not. But they're saying they're putting them at risk. So we're going to have to. Well, they're they're not at any more risk or less risk. Right. One way or another, whether they're around vaccinated people or unvaccinated people. But that's not what they say, because they say that you have to, their their lie that nobody looks at the actual logic of it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Is no, they're they're putting you at risk. They're being selfish. So we we're suggesting you don't even associate with those people. You don't go to restaurants where they do. You don't, if you have family members, you don't go visit them. If you have, you know, because they're the unvaccinated, right. you know, they're creating this two classes of people that yes. they're going to keep pushing apart to the point mm-hmm. that they're not wanting them to, they're, they're segregating them so that they don't co-mingle. Yes. And it, mm-hmm. it's easily and they're, they're, separating they're by the unvaccinated less than human people. Right. 
Have you seen? They're dirty. They're unclean. <laughs> Just like the Nazis did prior to World War II, blaming everything upon the Jewish people. And so, you know, they were dirty Jews and they were, you know, do, and not that I think that, but that's what they were saying. And so they blamed all the ills in their society on this one group of people. And then when it came time to actually take these people and put them somewhere away for their own good, supposedly, everybody else in society was like, yeah, we need to do that. Right. And based on the argument that they use with the <coughs> you need ID to vote, the whole COVID vaccine, well, especially if they go into like what you're talking about, where they start segregating people, is definitely racist because mo- it's something like 89 89- 80-90% of black people aren't vaccinated. Yeah, they have uh, a, they're taking a little extra caution from taking a, a, a vaccine given by the government. I mean, wonder why. Because <laughs> the whole time before yeah. COVID, you were telling them that you can't trust the government. Have you seen that TV that's made me think well, of Well, here's, here's, here's one of the things about black history. Uh, well, it's actually it's it's American history, but back in the s- late fifties, early sixties, I think it was, they were actually uh, they gave some black men, I think it was some kind of venereal disease, and then didn't treat them, and I think they said they were, and then they just sat back and watched the results. Yeah, oh, it was syphilis, wasn't it? So, yeah, that so was you you the, as a, uh, if you're if you if you know this history and you're a black man and you know that. You're going to be incredibly hesitant to do anything that the government along these lines. I suppose. You know. Yeah, that was part of uh, it was a CIA program that did that. Um, Tuskegee. Yeah. Yeah, Tuskegee experiment. That's it. Yeah. But this made me think of this TV show. Have you seen it? It's been out for a couple of years, but it's on YouTube. It's called Weird City. <clears throat> did you ever? Yeah, you ever yeah, watch, heard of it? You ever watch Black Mirror? I've wanted to, but I haven't actually started it. So we need to do some black it's, mirror. It's yeah, they're all it, really it good. It looks like it's it's piqued my interest because I've looked at it and I've read some of the descriptions of the shows, and I'm like, it sounds like it'd be pretty good, but I've never actually gotten around to watching it. Weird City to me is kind of like a black mirror if you were to take because Black Mirror is a little darker, grittier. A lot of the stories are more serious. Yeah, and. This is kind of like if you were to take Mac Black Mirror and make it a half-hour sitcom. So it's a little mm-hmm. softer, funnier. It's got the weird themes with it, right? But it's not as dark <clears throat> and yeah. But it's about a the uh, this in the future, everything is divided. There's the the city, and it's divided into the haves and the have-nots. And there's a, they built a big wall, and it's actually called the wall. Like a border crossing, going from one side to the other, you have to go through security and like the Berlin Wall. Yeah, pretty much. Um, see, this is the haves and this is the have-nots. So that side looks like modern-day cities, and then the yeah. other side's like the futuristic. Yeah. I'm and let me guess, tired. you 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 forgot to cross over. The have-nots have to cross over into the have area to work and do the jobs that the haves don't want to do. Right. Like the people that were sitting there in that restaurant just now. And then the, they're not, the haves aren't going to work in a restaurant. They're going to go in and eat and the have nots are going to have to come across the border and, uh, and, and work for the, whatever the haves. 
Yeah. And they all, uh, um, they're assigned, you're assigned a partner at birth. So all the marriages are prearranged. Everything is your whole on life. On both is sides planned. of the wall? No, just on the haves. Mm-hmm. The have not still live like cavemen, kind of. Like, are, we, do like we do now. <laughs> so this, they just go and just bash their woman in the head and drag her right. to the cave. And, yeah, but okay. people are that's constantly the, crossing. That's the way I did it back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hear they have great food vehicles below the line, but I'm simply too scared to go down. Oh, that's what it is. It's not the, the wall. It's the, the line. line. Yeah. There's a line between the haves and the have not. I'm there. <laughs> So vibrant. What is that? Is this some kind of theme park? Those are called laundromats. Oh. People below the lawn wash their own clothes. Oh. Ooh. The upper classes are assigned mates at birth. At Najari Lab, we use DNA testing, and you get your perfect match. The one that's the one. This is your one that's the one. This is yours. Oh my goodness. Paperwork you requested. Yay, it feels good to have you inside me. Our society will no longer need physical intimacy at all. Imagine how much more powerful we will be when we don't have to depend on one another. Uh, 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 super weird. That's your opinion. Let's go. Was that Jordy? Okay. Who? That was Jordy from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. And everybody has an implanted chip that you pay. Everything is credits. You pay everything with credits, and, you know, you mm-hmm. just wave the... the <laughs> Max out! Normally, I don't love patting people down, but when they got muscles like you, I don't mind so much. Bye. That's just super creepy. Some of them are pretty good, but some of them are kind of way too goofy. Um, but yeah, I like. Uh, you should watch. Have, you haven't watched any Game of Thrones either, have you? Uh-uh. See, we 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 didn't get into it till we, just recently. We, we did a speed run through the whole show. Yeah, yeah, we finished it last weekend. It took us like maybe a little, yeah, less, than a a little less than a month to do all what all eight, eight seasons. seasons. <laughs> um, and and I attempted the first season multiple times over the years and just never could get out of because I could never focus on the episode, you know, mm-hmm. that I was watching. And in the beginning, you definitely have to pay a lot of attention um, because there's the, so, there's so many, many characters. characters and stuff that you have to learn all their names because they'll reference them when they're not in the scene and have a whole conversation about them. That if you don't know who they're talking, you weren't paying attention earlier and didn't learn them. You have no idea what's going on. But I think you're so like you need to play. Like, you need you need like a playbook when you're sitting there, so you know who's who. It would help. At the beginning, yeah. Because there are so many, but it's all the kings and queens and lords, and I think you'd really like it for all of that part in the battles and the the. That's what I like the, about it the most. I mean, yeah, the White Walkers and dragons and stuff don't come in until later. The first seasons are more about they're less 
less so, magic and stuff and more just about like medieval war. Yeah. But uh, yeah, somebody there definitely has a thing with the nudity and sex that they have oh, yeah. to throw like some something hard in every, every episode. episode. But uh, but it's really good. It, it's I mean it's well written. Well, it's what's his name? Uh, Martin. Yeah, R. R. Martin. I think yeah, name. George R. R. Martin. That's it. Or we're, somehow I'll figure see, out some way to win the lottery without actually playing it. We're, we're in the middle and of a I'll civil just, war right now. I'll just move over to Kentucky where you're at, and we'll just come over to your house and do the uh, podcast live every yeah. night. There you go. Yeah, I, th- I don't think there is any bringing everyone back together. You know, they've caused so much division that everyone on the left that's still wearing their masks and stuff is so far, you know, you're trying to kill us all because all you care about is yourself. Right. And, you know, regardless everyone, of any evidence. Right. And everyone on the right mm-hmm. is, you, you know, you only care about yourself because you're willing to give up everyone else's freedoms. And it's time to just reset the whole thing and let's have a civil war. Yeah. We're in a, we're in a cold civil war right now between the, some of the states. I mean, they're attempting to make it. And the more they roll out mandates as far as flying and traveling, um, the more that some of these governors in some of the states are not going to allow, you know, you to travel from state to state. I mean, how long do you think it's going to be before you're Mr. Uh, what's your governor's name again? Um, blackface. What is it? Uh, Dumbass. Uh, um he, uh, I mean, how long do you think it's going to be before he doesn't allow you to travel into Tennessee? Because Tennessee is, they're going to build the, the line between, and you all are going to be the haves, and they're going to be the have-nots. Other than it's going to be the, the, the vaxxed and the... Actually, if, if, if you want to go yeah. economically, cool Tennessee will be us. the haves, and Virginia will be the have-nots. Because he will be he's destroying our economy out, right. at the same time that he's, you know, putting on uh, saying you can't travel back and forth between Virginia and Tennessee, yeah, right now, which Tennessee means I can't go to the gym anymore. Right now, Tennessee's economy is booming. I've seen uh, there's a bunch of companies moving there. Uh, Smith and Wesson just announced today that they're moving their headquarters there because they were in, I think Georgia. Maybe? Yeah, Tennessee's a right to work state, they, which means. If you want to vote a union in, you can. And if you if you don't want to be a member of the union, you don't have to be. Yeah, that's how just like Virginia is also a right to state. Most southeast are. But I mean, how long do you think it'll be before something big happens that people are using the Texas abortion bill as a big dividing line? We we can't allow you know because. They're so and this is what kills me is the same people that are out there saying, you know, oh, it's my right to have an abortion. It's my body, my choice. Are the same people that turn around and tell you you've got to have a vaccine? Right. Exactly. I'm a hundred percent. It's your, your body, your choice. When it comes to you getting vaccinated, wearing a mask, getting pregnant. When it doesn't, but the moment kill you get else. pregnant, it's not only your body. But I use the example, <clears throat> you know, because it was. Because it's it's attached to her body, you know, as far as a, a 
a baby, a fetus, or whatever you want to call it, um, it's a life. But say anybody that argues, you know, it's not. Um, I, I gave the example. Okay, at what point do you are you, you know, um, let's say you were born with a uh, Siamese twin attached to your body, but they have the mental development of say a two-year-old and and you continue to grow your full life but they're just kind of basically a hanging appendage even though they're an actual life they have a heartbeat they're you know they're separate being um but they can't function on their own and if you decide that let's say on your 18th birthday it's up to you now you're an adult, you can make the decision, and I choose to have them removed from my body. Um, I w- elect to have the surgery to remove them, knowing that it's going to kill them. Um, do you morally have, because the law doesn't matter, um, it's, it's morally, because that's what the law should be based off of anyway. So do you have the the right to end that person's life for your convenience? I mean, what do you think? Do you think yes, no? That is a very interesting scenario that I've never actually I, you just blew my mind. I've never even thought about it that right. way. And then well let's take it one step farther. On your eighteenth birthday, you can legally now make that decision, but let's change it, knowing that in nine months they'll be able to survive. But then it's definitely wrong. Because then all you have to do is wait nine months. Right. Which is why we say every time with abortion. Right. <laughs> wait and adopt. Wait and whatever. I don't know, but this, for me, this is, this is the way that I see abortion. And it's that, uh, but here's my scenario. Let's say, Damien, you have been convicted of murder. And, of course, we're going to punish you for murder, which means if you're in a state that has capital punishment, more than likely you're going to go get the chair or the injection or something like that. But because we're, you know, just really weird, strange people, not only are you going to die, but we're going to pick someone out here at random who also has to die. Yeah. So we're going to punish two people. And I can, and this is like for the people that say, well, what about in the case of rape? What about in the case of rape? And I'm like, well, you know, you, you, of course you, you convict the rapist of, of rape as, as you should, it's against the law. But then you've got this totally innocent individual that was made from this hideous act. They're innocent of it. They didn't do anything. They're just the product of something that was bad that happened. So you're gonna you you're gonna punish this guy by sending him to jail, and then you're gonna turn around and kill this individual. It's it's the same mindset. So so it's like okay, so you know one guy commits murder, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to punish him, of course, and then we're gonna pick someone totally at random who's innocent of this crime, and we're going to kill them for that crime also. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I look at it. Problem is, we live in, in the a case of in the case of rape. world that nobody would care most people like we always gave the as scenario long as you're the one that does, you're not the one that gets picked as the random person most people right. don't care 
That's the way I always use the example. Let's say I put a, a box in front of you, a button in front of you. And I said, all right, you push this red button. I give you a million dollars. But someone on the, somewhere on the planet, someone dies as a result of you pushing this button. You don't know them. It's completely random. And you'll never know who it was. Do you push that button? I don't think I would. I guarantee 99% of the population would. Most people's first question is going to go, how many times can I hit it? Yeah. Here would be the here here this would be the weirdest part of the scenario is if somehow inside that box where the button is at it everyone is 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 got like say like like in Suicide Squad has like little micro bombs in their head and it's got like some kind of algorithm that it runs through to find the random person and activate their bombs and blows right. their head up. Here's the sucky part about it. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I want the million dollars. And I hit the button and, it's and then the random <laughs> thing cycles through and it actually detonates my bomb. <laughs> so, the way it's it, like, okay. So I don't have to pay him. The way it should work is you should have this little button here and you put your palm on it. And when you push the red button down, a needle pops up through the button into your hand that poisons you and kills you. Just for the act of doing it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. To your to because your right when you've hit the button, technically you've killed someone. Right. To the to the act of uh, for rape, rape and incest, or you know, the is the the very minuscule number of people that it happens to, mm-hmm. as far as abortions are concerned. But is the extreme that people like to use as the example? What ifs? Oh yeah, sure. They always love to go to the extreme to to try to prove their case. Right. So here's your here's you a what if comparative to rape. Let's say you're a woman, or in this scenario, you don't even have to be a woman. Let's say I I kidnap you and another because person. Because now guys can be girls, and that right. means they can get pregnant too. Right. But I kidnap you and another person, right? Okay. And I take you to an undisclosed location. Uh, this is sounding good already. And I, you know, saw style, put you all both in this room. You're hooked together. This person is like in a induced coma, right? But they're hooked to you. Um, and I'm going to feed you. I'm going to take care of you all. I'm going to keep you in there the whole nine months. But this is completely against your will. But you have the option of cutting the cord connecting the two of you, which will kill the other person, but then you're free to go. Are you morally obligated to ride out that nine months to keep that person alive so you both can escape? Jeez. That's a crazy scenario, too. And that's the exact rape scenario. I think we should just set up the Stanford prison experiment but with that. <laughs> yeah. The what? The what? Stanford prison experiment. What was the Stanford prison experiment? Uh, it was a prison experiment. I think it was in the 60s, 70s. Yeah, because Stan- one... one uh, <clears throat> 
I can't remember. Somebody wasn't there somebody big that was a part of that? Or I'm I'm not no, no, I'm, I'm mixing the uh the LSD experiments with uh, Unabomber. Oh, that's why I was mixing yeah, those two. No, no, it's different. No, this ones. was uh, they took a group of students that volunteer. They volunteered. Well, I think they offered to pay them like a hundred dollars or something. That for I don't know the exact timeline. It was a few months, I think, that they set up a fake prison within the school, and you lived there, and went. You know, they gathered this group of students. And uh, at the very beginning, they separated them into uh, two-thirds of them were prisoners, and you didn't get to choose. They just randomly picked you. Two-thirds of them were chosen as prisoners, and one-third was chosen as the guards. And the guards were allowed to go home every night, but the prisoners had to live there in that section of the school the whole time they're there. And they just they gave the guards a few rules, basically the rules that real prisons have you're not allowed to randomly beat them or you know whatever basic human rules i guess and i got you i got you and they just live you know let them play it out to see how it went and the whole few months they never had any uh what's the word i'm looking for the people running the experiment never intervened the whole time that they just let the experiment run whatever happens that whatever happens, happens, happens and uh by the end of the experiment they uh everyone that was selected as guards were beating all the prisoners throwing them in solitary for no reason making up their own rules in the prison that you know you do whatever i say and you know they were randomly stripping the prisoners down and stuff that was like actual crimes and uh but yeah. yeah, the whole thing. Well, see now, wrong. when you run a prison and you don't have uh, any kind of safeguards or rules in place, and no SOPs, then that's the kind of crap that can happen. Right, right. Because if you now, then the difference between that's why you know people being in jail here in America is hugely different than people being in jail in Russia or in you know Mexico or Brazil or some because they don't have the same rules that we have here. Right. And I dare say some, you know, over in India or Turkey, you know, I dare say some of the things that you're talking about happening in that experiment are probably happening in those prisons overseas. Yeah, That's why I they mean, say, you know, absolute power. You know, what is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, the exactly. whole point of the experiment was really just to show that without knowing anything about the people that were selected as the prisoners, that they had hadn't actually even done anything wrong and the guards knew that that the whole thing was they were given power and went mad with it just because they had Mm -hmm. the power yeah and they exercised it because they could yeah it's like you ever seen that the monkey the ladder experiment Mm -mm. with the monkeys and the this is wearing masks (laughs) And, and children scientist placed four monkeys in a room with a stepladder upon which there was a bunch of bananas. Whenever a monkey went to climb the ladder, the other monkeys in the room were sprayed with cold water. After a while, each time a monkey went for the bananas, the others would attack it to prevent it from doing so. The monkeys learnt to never climb the ladder. But then, one of the monkeys was removed, and a new monkey wearing a raincoat was introduced. 
Naturally, this monkey went for the bananas, and it was customarily attacked and prevented from doing so by the others. This new monkey learnt not to climb the ladder. So when another monkey was substituted in and made for the bananas, all the others attacked it, including the one in the raincoat, despite the fact that it had never been sprayed with cold water. A third monkey was substituted in, and then a fourth final monkey. And still, whenever a monkey tried to climb the ladder, the others would prevent it from doing so, even though none of them had ever been sprayed with the cold water. When asked why this was, one monkey said, "That's just the way it is." Do you get it? Yeah, that is yeah, they've got talking monkeys. <laughs> well, no, it's uh, it's human behavior. That is yeah, an exactly. Experiment you were, they, you were, yeah, they, they, they actually did, did it. Yeah, obviously the monkey they, didn't say that. They didn't the do the raincoats but... and the talking and stuff, but right, eventually, I, I that was... because they were conditioned, this is bad. We don't know why this is bad, but we've been conditioned. Because to know that it's bad, to know that it's bad by the others' behaviors, that eventually mm-hmm. no one in there has ever experienced the bad. They just know we can't do that because something bad will happen, so they have mm-hmm. to prevent us. So eventually, when to the point when everybody's wearing a mask, but there's no COVID left, but you can't take your mask off. We just don't know why. It's like, it's like. You go to the airport now, and you still take off your shoes and your belt, <laughs> yeah. um, even though that's not stopping anybody from hijacking a plane. It's just that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. That's just what you do when you go. It's, yeah, I mean, if they never stopped the COVID regulations and we went, you know, 200 years right, to where, you know, no one even really, re- no one alive then had, was around now. They have no real reason to be wearing it, but they just wear it because, well, they say we have to. Right. I mean, if you give the government any control or power over something, when have they ever given it back? They don't. They don't. It's. I mean, if you're if you're a, a new mayor that gets elected in your town, and you want to shut down all the strip clubs, and that's what you run on, and you get them all shut down. They're never coming back because who's the next mayor that's going to run on? I'm opening all the strip clubs back up. That's not going to happen. You know, once it's taken, it's taken. True. It's just the way it is. And here's a here's an interesting little something along that line. Uh, back, I was probably at the beginning of our country. Uh, one of the quaint little villages or towns or whatever had a problem with flooding. And so one of the surrounding communities decided that they would raise money to help the people that had been in the flooded area. And so they imposed a tax on everything. And even though, and this is, you know, 150, 200 years later, they still take that tax. Hmm. Even though the problem that they were taking it for is in the past, they still do that tax. Yeah, I mean, how many programs are there out there that were supposed to be temporary programs? Mm-hmm. But that's how they get it. That's how they do it. They're like, oh, it's just going to be temporary. And then the next thing you know, bada boom, bada bing, it's permanent. 
the the sun never sets on temporary government programs. Mm, that's true. Temporary could mean permanent when it comes to taxes. There's nothing more te- more permanent than a temporary government program. Yeah. That's a quote by, I think, Reagan. Yeah. Joe Biden, worst president ever. <laughs> uh, unless you're a Democrat, then you think everything is great. You know how many people think the economy is doing fabulous right now? <laughs> um, and if all you're looking at is dollars in people's pockets money's flowing there's more money out there than well there actually is more money out there than ever in the history of the u.s 99 percent of Let's all money in the in the world or in the u.s was created this year well guys i gotta get off here i gotta go to bed and get up in the morning and go to work okie doke well, i'll talk to y'all later all right. Damien, it's good seeing you, buddy. Yep. Me too. You guys have a good night. See you. Bye. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time. Watch what you say to me Cause I done seen a lot of shit that I can never talk about